Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What you are hearing is the Hall of Fame music for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Next Saturday in Canton will be a very special day as uh, a great one. A guy who was a terrific head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, St. Louis Rams, Kansas City Chiefs, won a Super Bowl, complete class act, gets inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It is a privilege for Jody and I now to have the opportunity to talk to head coach Dick Vermeil. Hey, thanks so much for giving us the time today, coach. Hey, my pleasure. My pleasure. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing great. Very um, good, Coach. Now, uh, you know, uh, we've we've been around. We've seen you in Canton when some of your players got in, notably Harold Carmichael, Kurt Warner, who's the guy who got to tell you you were going in. Now you, um, I'm going to throw you the question I'm sure everyone has asked you. How do you anticipate you will be feeling next Saturday when all of those people are in the audience watching you be inducted? Well, first, I'll probably be very emotional. Secondly, I'll be very appreciative. And third, I'll be very grateful because, you know, so many people have made unbelievable contributions to my career, both as a person, and as a coach, you know, and, uh, and to be able to join those Hall of Famers that are already there and the other seven people being inducted in my class is an honor that goes way beyond my personal uh, expectations, you yeah. know. Coach, I'm sure I've asked you this question at some point in another interview you've been good enough to do with me, but I feel the need to ask it again. California kid, spend your whole life out in California until you're offered the job as head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, and you move to the Delaware Valley, and damn if you don't fit in like a glove. And you are beloved in this town and always have been. Did you know it was going to work when you first moved to Philadelphia? Have never been lived or worked or done anything on the East Coast of this country? Well, there are a number of people that told me it wouldn't work because there hadn't been much success experienced in the Eagle organization prior to me getting here. But fortunately for me, Chuck Knox and George Allen both said, go, that you can get it turned around. So they they really expressed some real solid confidence in me and my potential to do it. And then I surrounded myself with so many good people, and we went to work. It wasn't easy, but we went to work. Yeah, and it took a couple of years, um, and it was some hard times, and it was some emotional times. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, 1980, Super Bowl, it, it is a highlight uh, moment and highlight year for this franchise. 
you embraced this city. You know, Jody's kind of talking about this, and you you mm-hmm. stayed here. You made this city a big part of your life. Why do you think this city embraced you so? Well, I think they identified with me. I think they identified with the Eagle struggle to get better. I think they identified with our work ethic. They, I think they identified with the kind of character player I was keeping on the roster, the kind of work ethic. I think they identified with my openness to communicate as honestly as I possibly could. You remember I had my own radio shows on Monday night that allowed me to talk directly to fans. We never screened, we never screened a question. We yeah. took them all. Sometimes I would hang up and say, why do I put myself through that? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think we established a relationship. And you remember, I brought three teenagers with me back here. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they finish high school, go to college, and then eventually get married, start having grandchildren. And, and their roots are deeper here than mine were at that time. When they're, right. you're born here, those kinds of things, and you finish your education here, and you get married here, it deepens the roots. And... Uh, So, you know, and then uh, Blue Cross hired me to be a spokesperson, as did Cadillac, and I'm still with Independence Blue Cross. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I just I just sort of fell in love with the people. You know, I didn't meet many people when I was coaching. I started meeting people after my coaching career and being in the community, being in the charity work and and then then nosing around in Chester County and being able to buy a, a large block of ground, 100 acres. Uh, very inexpensively at that time, and uh, th- then to build a home on it. What else do you need? You know. Then I go back into coaching. I was uh, smart enough not to sell it and keep it because I knew I would return. You know. So grand- now I have grandchildren in the area. You know. Yeah, yeah. that's phenomenal, Coach. We know that uh, the Delaware Valley and Eagle fans just flat out fell in love with you and still do. But I want to go one further. You said you didn't get a chance to meet people till after your coaching career was over. That's because you were kind of busy coaching. But those guys you were coaching, the Ron Jaworskis, the Bergies, the Herman Edwards, the Harold Carmichaels, they speak of you just as glowingly as any of the Eagle fans do. What was it about the reason that you were so good with connecting with your players? Well, I think they trust me. After a while, they learn that you're honest, your integrity is at a high level, they can believe in what you say, and then they, they buy into your work ethic. You know, you have, sometimes you have to teach people hard work is not a form of punishment, okay? And a lot of things can be accomplished, regardless of your talent level, if you go to work and, and be persistent and, and, and disciplined and, and work at it and give the credit to the other guy. Like I used to tell the guys, you you need credit, go to the bank. That's the business they're in. We're, we're here to win games. And, uh, you know, and the guys bought in, the Franklin Masters, these guys, the Wilbert Montgomery's, these guys in my coaching staff, you know, my assistant coaching staff was just outstanding. You know, Marion Campbell has never been given credit for how good a defensive coordinator he really was. You know, and, and gosh, I just so appreciate the Dick Corey's of the world and these kind of guys, uh, Ken Iman and uh, Fred Bruni and oh, got so many uh, really, you know, just great people, great coaches, and they helped bond the relationship between the team. And, you know, the harder you work people, the closer they become together. You know, the Navy SEALs prove that. Yeah. You know, the Green Berets have proved that. Uh, uh, it's hard work is what brings people close together because they, 
they look around and they see everybody doing what they're doing, working their butts off. And, uh, and, and then they start enjoying and appreciating the small percentage gains they make in their own personal performance. And therefore, they get rewarded not only financially, but when lost record-wise and recognition and personal pride. And uh, so, you know, I, I'm very, very close to most of my players. And you can't please them all. But, I, you know, I, I, to me, they're, they're, they're my extended family. I see them often, okay? I see the Burgies. I, I see the LeMasters. I, I see, I talk to the Herman Edwards. I, I talk to Jaworski. Jaworski. Ron Jaworski will be on the stage with me when I get my gold jacket, standing nice. next to Carol, Kurt Warner, and Trent Green. Yeah. So, I mean, these guys, are, they are what made me me. <laughs> they took me way beyond my own personal expectations, believe me. Uh, Coach Dick Vermeil is with us. Uh, as we are saying, he is going to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame next weekend. By the way, I just want to tag that hard work part because I want to get back to that in a couple minutes in regard to today's league. Um, you've been to this before, as we said, and you were there when Kurt Warner got in in 2017, and you were there when Harold Carmichael got in. So when those previous years, when you're watching that, when you were there, because I know it's it took a while for this to happen, did you ever think you were going to get this gold jacket? Did you expect someday your moment will come? You know, I didn't really until two years ago. Two years ago when I was there, I know that uh, Sal Palantonio was representing me to the committee of voters, and he, and he was my spokesperson presenting me. And uh, I would hear rumors that, you know, people talked about me and considered me in the final group and these kinds of things. So I started thinking about that time uh, that there might be a chance someday, but I, I didn't hang my hat on that thought because, you know, there's only been 10 guys put in the 10 coaches rather put in the hall of fame in the last 25 years. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, good company you know, there. It wasn't, it was not a guaranteed uh, thing to, to happen. You know, I can remember sitting there one time and seeing a uh, uh, different coaches, uh, that have already been selected, you know, Bill Parcells. I remember standing up and, and and saluting Bill Parcells when he was sitting down and he saluted me back out of mutual respect. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, geez, I wonder if I'll ever get to sit next to him. What, what an honor that would be because I had great admiration and respect for Bill, you know, so that's how it all materialized. All right, coach. We are now the countdown is on only six days away. How much of your speech have you written? Are you going to wing it? How much preparation time are you going to need? Where are you in the Dick Vermeil speech prep uh, rundown right now? Well, I'll tell you what. Believe this or not, I have a written copy of it in front of me right now that I finished about 20 minutes ago. Really? I've been writing. I've been thinking every night about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning about what to say. First off, they only give you eight minutes. Yeah. First off, I wanted to, you to uh, accept help from their speech uh, coach, which I, I refused. Secondly, they wanted to put they want you to put it on a teleprompter, which I refused, uh, because that way they can exactly control the eight minutes, you know, and that's part of it. And they want you they don't want you to embarrass yourself either. But you know, I just I didn't want anybody influencing what I have to say. I wanted everything I have to say come from my experiences with the people that I've coached and worked with and worked for. And the only way I could do that 
just keep, every day give us some thoughts. You you would not believe the stacks of papers I over here. And I, I always put everything in pencil first, and uh, other than the headings, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the thank you, uh, Leonard Toast heading, you know, uh, you don't have time to mention many names and go into many specifics in eight minutes. But I just timed it, and I did it in six minutes and 32 seconds. Ooh, you got some latitude. Nice. Just I... way too fast. And it will lack the sincerity that I would like to have time to present in detail. But, you know, uh, you have to do what they ask you to do. And, and I'm doing it, and I appreciate the opportunity to have those eight minutes. Yep. Sure. I looked at the order, uh, and this is, this, is the, this is the order, and this is the company you'll be keeping. Uh, Leroy Butler is going to go first. Yeah. Then it's going to be uh, representing Sam Mills. Yeah. Uh, Richard Seymour. Uh, right. Former, former official Art McNally. Yeah. Uh, offensive tackle Tony Baselli. Yeah. Bryant Young. Yeah. Cliff Branch. And then you're and the me. closer. Yeah. Uh, as the closer, and I know everybody asked you this question. I kind of started with this. Are you, um, it's going to be really emotional for you. You are known and you are proud. You, are, you do not shy from being somebody who shows emotion. Yeah. That may fill the eight minutes, Coach. Yeah, I know it. I know it. <laughs> I'm hoping by being last they might give me a minute or two if I run Extra, over. Extra, yes. So, yeah. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. And uh, <laughs> how you, I just couldn't be any more grateful than I am. The only thing that will make me a little more grateful for the entire experience is to see uh, the, the Mike Holmgrens, the Dan Reeves, the Marty Schottenheimers, the Dan, you know, the, the Tom Coughlin's, the Chuck Knox's, the Don Coriel's, the George Seifert's, you know, the Schottenheimer. These kind of guys go in because they they deserve it every bit as much as I do. And I mm-hmm. just think the Hall has passed up too many years of putting one of those guys in ahead of me. So hopefully I'll live long enough to see them go in after me. Coach, uh, I love the story you tell about how much time and effort you put into uh, formulating this speech, and you think you're in a good place six days out. But maybe this has passed through the gray matter in the last couple of weeks, months, as you've been prepping to do your speech. What's the best piece of advice that you either received or gave to a player, to a coach, that you got from a player or coach that you think has helped to formulate this now Hall of Fame Dick Vermeil career? Well, I've had coaches. I've had players. I've had broadcasters I work with said, Coach, just go there and be yourself. Just go be yourself. That's why I actually really didn't want to write anything down other than names to remember. I just wanted to be able to impulsively and emotionally speak from the heart but i have to hand this uh, outline of my speech in tomorrow morning i'll scan it and send it in a friend of mine is going to type it today because i'm not the greatest on the computer and it's going to type it for me today and then I'll, I'll scan it in but uh this is as close as i can get to sincerely thanking and showing my appreciation uh for the contributors to my career again my career went way beyond what i ever thought it would be okay and these people are responsible for it, you know, and, and last but not least, my family, and my wife, Carol, six, you know, players even joke, how in the hell can any woman live 65 years with you? you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I get that. I get that from my local Eagles all the time, you know, so, uh, 
because they know her so well. But, you know, it, it, it'll be difficult, but it's going to be the same for everybody except, you know, I had three teams. Yeah. And I complained about it. I complained about it to the board. I said, listen, these guys have one team. I, it'd be easy to represent one team in eight minutes. But represent three teams? Plus, you know, I would, I coached high school, junior college, and college board before I ever got in the NFL. So I, I have a lot of people to show my appreciation to and, and for. So I, it, I'm going to do the best I can within the framework I've been given. And just uh, I'm certainly not going to wing it because if, if I winged it, I'd be too emotional too long and not get a lot enough and not, not thank enough people. <laughs> so getting it, forcing me to get it organized on a script is a good thing. All right, Coach, last question for me. Um, is this going to be a BYOW for you? Because after the ceremony is over and done with and you get to relax and kick back and spend some time with your other inductees and your family and your friends, will you just accept whatever wine they're serving that day? Or is Dick Vermeil bringing his own wine to make sure you get the best of the best in your celebration? We're serving Vermeil wine at the, at the party that night. Nice. <laughs> 140 people coming, so I got to bring a lot of wine. There you go. That is great. Hey, I, I, I can't let you go before just kind of talking to you a little bit about the league now. And because um, your name comes up a lot, and you mentioned earlier, hard work is such a big part of it. And, and, and that's always been, you know, how people succeed in sports and in everything. It will never go back to the days when you were, you know, coaching the guys and doing the three a days. Um, but now, as you know, it's gone to the point where they don't hit. The practice is 58 minutes. It's a one-hour practice and three and a half hours of work per week during the first week of training camp and four hours after that. Are we And very, very, very little hitting. Coach, are we losing something by the way the league has moved? And I think we all appreciate you want to protect the players but are we losing something in terms of the quality of the game? Well, you know, I, I'm no expert on that. I, I will say this, you know, uh, because I think something and say something that doesn't mean what it ought to, it isn't, it's the only way. It's what my deep philosophy is, and it's really what so many of the other 28 coaches in the Hall of Fame believe. You know, there's no correlation between working less and getting better. And, and Today, I, I think the coaches don't get as much time to spend time with individual players. You know, offensive and defensive schemes break down from more than just design. They break down sometimes fundamentally. You know, one offensive lineman can pass that incorrectly on one play and, and cause a sack. You know, and but the play was designed beautifully, and it was used at the proper time, called at the proper time. So we were allowed to... Uh, spend more time with the individual player in the development of his skills, even the Hall of Famer, even the players. We spent more. You know, I use the exact same training camp procedures that the Rams as I used in Philadelphia, the exact same thing. Modified them slightly, but not much. At the Chiefs, I modified them using the same third-year program that I used at the Rams. And, uh, you know, I just uh, I think sometimes you, you get so cautious in protecting your player from injury, you create more injuries because they're not prepared for contact. You know, like I say this often, it's not a cliche. Football is not a contact sport. It's a combat sport. You're in, con you know, dancing can be a contact sport. Football, <laughs> you, do you, it know, right. you, often, you take that 
Kelsey, the offensive center, and line up against a 320-pound nose guard. That's more than contact. That's combat. And and I, I think players have to have just enough of that to help develop the protective instincts it takes to play the game full speed and stay healthy. I can give you this example. And, I, again, I'm not saying anybody's wrong. But my three starting offensive linemen, Stan Walters, Guy Morris, and Jerry Sizemore played for me for seven years. Between the three of them, they missed three games in seven years. Yeah, They missed seven. But because we were given more time to prepare them for the physicality of Sunday. But if Sunday is the only time, then the other thing, uh, the other thing is kids aren't as tough as they used to be. Kids aren't raised the same way I was raised or when you were raised. Mm-hmm. They're raised in a, in a different environment for the most part. And uh, the more you eliminate uh, the physicality of the game on the practice field, the less consistency you get on the tempo which it takes to play the game tough on Sunday. You know, there's no valve you turn on to get it emotionally and intense and mean and aggressive. Uh, you can create that in the development of proper uh, football practices. Now, I'm not saying it's brutal. I very seldom ever scrimmage, very seldom. But uh, we worked in an extremely intense environment for long periods of time, and we made them very tired, very, very tired. Okay, But in getting very, very tired, you learn to recover quickly. You develop endurance. You, you develop ability to recover to go back to work the next day hard you know so you these are different things that i think uh, you know a lot of young coaches are going to find out and if, i hope whatever they do works for them i'm pulling yeah. for the eagles or any other team i know coaches you know i'm pulling for them to be successful and i love learning new ways to do things but i i don't think you can simplify the contact phase of the game i just don't well I will tell you, Coach, that there are thousands of listeners right now saying amen to all of that. Uh, I just want to say last thing is I was with I had lunch with Ray Didinger earlier in the week. He is headed out to see you yeah. inducted, and, and uh, he is very excited about it. So I just Well, you know, the Ray Didingers of the world and, and these kind of people, they're, they're, they're advocates. They, they make a difference in a guy getting in and not getting in. You know, Ray Dittinger doesn't hide his feelings in support for me. He talks to other people that have votes. Yep. You know, and, if he, and that's all very positive influences in the thinking because everybody they present as a coach to go in the Hall of Fame deserves it. They deserve it. Well, but you Mike, deserve it. Yeah, Merrill and... Reese. Merrill Reese gets on the phone and calls somebody that he knows well, maybe a New York vote or something like that. It makes a difference. It makes a you know. And you hope it doesn't totally distort the whole process. But, uh, you know, I'm very grateful to all the support I got from owners, NFL head football coaches that are coaching today, letters of recommendation, assistant coaches, tons of players, uh, guys already in the Hall of Fame. They supported me. So it's my job to uh, show the respect and admiration for these people and give them the credit. Well, you're going to get a lot of deserved credit next Saturday. Uh, we will all be watching and uh, saluting you. Coach Dick Vermeil. you are a Philadelphia institution, and uh, you getting into the Hall of Fame uh, lifts all of us a little bit. So congratulations on that. Well, thank you. I hope everybody feels a part of it. Oh, absolutely. Good luck. Thank Enjoy. You. Make the most of it. All right. Thank you very all much. Right. Thank you so much. Thank there you, you Coach. Go. Jody, a legend. I, I love that man. I just I love that. I wasn't even here when he coached. 
But uh, I just I love him. I love his attitude. I love everything about him. Uh, same exact here. He uh, icon, legend, uh, whatever descriptive adjective you want to roll out there. Dick Vermeil is one of the most beloved Philadelphia sports figures in the last 50 years. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 